The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert. The story. Headline. The spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbitt of WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the cover story, and I'm so excited to have with me. Um, she's actually our guest co-host. Um, you've, you've heard her a lot of times on cover story because she always has something wonderful to contribute, and today she is our featured guest. It's Margot Mattis, uh, who is an award-winning writer, 20-year public relations veteran, former newspaper and radio journalist, and the president of the Public Relations Training Company. She is known all over the world as the media relations maven. She has trained communications executives at companies and organizations including Google, Verizon, Allstate, Ritz-Carlton, Disney, um, as well as you know many executives at the nation's top public relations firms including Edelman Worldwide, Fleischmann-Hilliard, uh, Weber Shanwick, Golan Harris. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. When it talks when you talk about visibility, getting traction for your PR campaign um, so that whoever it is that you're representing gets the most coverage possible, the training maven, Margot Mateus, is the woman that you want to direct your attention to. Welcome, Margot. Thanks, Brandy. Boy, what an intro. i got to shorten up that bio, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> now, I only got through like a quarter of it. I know, I know. Really, the list, it, there are literally hundreds to choose from, so I did get a little verbose, but I did cut it back. So, But it's not even I that. but you give a smattering and, I guess, keep the rest on file if they want it. No, but you, I mean, we can go further. Known for her humor and tell it like it is honesty, Margot delivers rock-solid insider media strategies that lead clients to double and triple their press coverage in coveted top-tier outlets such as The Wall Street Journal, The New York Times, CNN, Oprah Magazine, USA Today, Time, Newsweek, and the Today Show, Forbes, Forbes.com, Good Morning America. I, 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 I run out of breath with your accolades and your triumphs. So, but let me ask you a question. Talking about accolades and triumphs in today's world, in training, what are some of the, the things that PR professionals really need to arm themselves with so that they can stay sort of ahead of the radar today? That's a great question, Brandy. Um, as you know, I've been doing this professionally for 20 years, being a PR person, and been in business doing this training thing of mine for almost nine years. And I've really seen some trends. And, you know, where the market is headed right now is that with the diminishing um, returns that newspapers are getting and uh, the lowered uh, subscription rates and the, lo- the lower uh, visibility that they have, and then the increased stuff, of course, happening in social media and on the Internet, PR people have a tendency to think that they might actually go out of business uh, without all these mainstream media outlets to pitch. But that is not the case because the real skill that's involved in pitching 
is applicable in every life situation and it's applicable to any outlet that you're trying to pitch, whether it's a blog or a website or you're Twittering about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that is the skill of being able to quickly and concisely and succinctly sell your story, to be able to summarize it, know what the cool factor is, know how it's relevant for that market and that person, and then say it right up front so that people understand immediately what you're talking about. And that's the core of all my training. And so that, that's, that's going to be there no matter what. Yeah, which I think is really important. And I do think, you know, we keep trying to reinforce the message to the PR community that listens to this radio show. Um, I mean, advertising is very important. It'll always stay very important. But advertising is evolving and changing. And PR, which used to be the red-haired stepchild, I think is becoming really standing more in the forefront today because the consumer across, I think, all verticals is becoming a lot more savvy. So deploying um, really savvy, smart PR techniques is what is going to really add to the bottom line for any company. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I don't know of any ad that has sold an entire company's inventory by appearing one time. Do you know of any ad that did that? No. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Absolutely right. not. Right. Five to seven times before you even get their attention, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's that. And yet, I got a story for a client of mine, one story in one newspaper. He sold his entire inventory for the year in the month following that article from a single article placement. Can you do that for me, please? <laughs> I, I can definitely help you. I can show you how to do it. <laughs> it's the same pattern repeating over and over and over again. It's about finding the target, finding the message that resonates, mm-hmm. and then giving it to the audience in a way that matters to them and delivers value for them. So let's so, talk. You know, advertising does that, but it does mm-hmm. it in a very diffuse way and in a very expensive way. And, you know, we need that visibility and we need that attention. But PR, I mean, there's just nothing like it out there in terms of return on investment. It isn't. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's talk. I mean, I know we, we don't want to give up all your trade secrets, but definitely a nugget for the listening audience. How do you start to um, create the messaging in a really solidified way that is going to resonate with your various publics? Um, again, a great question. One of the things I always teach in my seminars is immediately go to the barometer of public perception or popular perception. And the reason we do that is because there is something called the collective unconscious, and it determines what shows up in the newspaper that day. It determines what's online that day. You know, nobody really can scientifically define, like, what's hot and what's not and what's in and what's not. Mm. But we all tend to move in these cycles, right? Mm -hmm. So there were years ago when Ricky Martin was the hottest thing going, right? Well, we're over him. We're saturated with him. He's gone and doing something else. There was a moment in time when he went from being hot to not. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't scientific, but everybody felt it at the same time. So what I teach people to do is to be very, very intuitive about what they're doing and then match that with research, too. So I always say, before you go to your target audience... What does that target audience think about you? What is the popular perception about you, your product, the need for your product or service, and any of the obstacles that might be there? And so you either try to tie into a positive popular perception or contrast it. Compare and contrast or compare are really the most powerful two things you can do with something that's top of mind. Okay, which is really important. I mean, you just said something so very valuable, top of mind, which is what you always want to be with your potential consumer base. Yes. Always. Super. So and you can't do that. And a lot of times in PR, you know, we operate in a vacuum. And we say, well, because we're not tied to advertising or we're not tied to this or that, we can just create our own message. And you can. I mean, you can. But you're going to waste a lot of money and a lot of time. 
you have to get right to the heart of what that audience is going to perceive about your message. So here's an example. I did a consult um, with a, an agency in Philadelphia a couple months ago, and they spent, I don't know how much money, I would say at least 50000 to to $100,000 of their clients' money. Now, mind you, this agency is no longer in business in this city. They just closed in December. Mm. They wasted their clients' money sending out dollhouses <laughs> to promote allergy prevention bed sheets and pillowcases. Oh, my God. What was the okay. thinking behind this? this little... It was about, and it was supposed to be like, you know, if you're going to beautify your home, then you should do it, you know, using, it. right. I mean, it, and the problem was that they didn't stop to think about what would be the most effective, hard-hitting message for the, the people receiving that press package. And they put somebody in charge of it who had no experience in marketing. And then they wonder why they fail. Wow. And, I mean, you know, so many PR firms lack that middle person that has broad experience in the market to be able to guide and direct those campaigns to those proper destinations. And um, the only way that you really know if you're right on track or not is to stop and say, what is popular perception and how is my audience really going to resonate instantly, emotionally in that second when they react to my message, what is that reaction going to be? Absolutely. And not like I can understand them potentially saying, oh, let's send out a dollhouse. It's very different. I mean, how many people actually get a dollhouse delivered to them? But once you get past the shock of having a dollhouse delivered to you, how is it going to benefit me? Or how is it going to benefit like my readers, my my viewers, my listeners, my whomevers? And right. that's that's the disconnect. And now you've made a huge investment in something that you, you cannot track ROI at all. Exactly, exactly. And so when I go in, I mean, I'm called in a lot of times to troubleshoot campaigns that aren't going well, or they're off message, or they think they've done everything they can right. And then I'm like the doctor, I come in and I diagnose the pitch, or I diagnose what's wrong in the campaign. And it's usually, you know, one of two or three very common things. And it's something that they didn't stop and think, who is this audience? And how are they going to immediately react? They think the audience is going to spend more time with them and their message, figuring it out, than they're actually going to spend. Because in reality, any response is going to happen in one to three seconds. Right. Whether you're pitching an editor, whether they're logging onto your website, whether they're listening to this radio show, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's got to be immediate and instant. And they have to immediately understand what you're trying to convey and then be able to relate to it in a meaningful way. And so there are many opportunities to disconnect in public relations pitching process and in the planning process. And so, you know, I try to help people as much as possible eliminate those disconnects. And when they do, it's very, very powerful and they get great results. Yeah, and talking about getting great results, let's take a quick break, pay a little homage to our fabulous advertisers, and we'll be right back with our featured guest, Margo Mattis. Stick around. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. 
Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on topnichenetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on topnichenetworks.com, specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management. Topnichenetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. Topnichenetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. Topnichenetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin of WebmasterRadio.fm, and I am joined with our featured guest today, Margot Mattis, who is the president of the Public Relations Training Company, and she's also known worldwide as the Media Relations Maven. And today we're talking about techniques and training that allow you to stay ahead of the PR curve so that you are maximizing, whether it's your internal campaign for your company or you work at an agency maximizing and monetizing um, the campaigns that you're working on for your clients. So I'm so excited to uh, continue this really interesting conversation and a very important conversation that we're having with uh, Margo Mattis. Margo, welcome back. Thanks, Brandy. It's great to be here as always. Yay. We love that. Our my uh, my guest host as well as a uh, featured guest today. So uh, my 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 comrade in uh, in arms, as it were, you know. But comrade in irreverence—that's for sure. In absolutely right. in irreverence. <laughs> you know, people only heard the outtakes of <laughs> right. <laughs> we would be we would have a big explicit, <laughs> but uh, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? You know you have Warning to have tape. fun. You have to have fun. But you know I think you do. Yeah, well, because, you know, I think enthusiasm, um, inspiration begets inspiration. And I think that really goes back to, you know, what we've really been talking about, finding a message that people can identify with that resonates with them in a very short order. Because at the end of the day, we do. It's an unfortunate thing. I'm probably going to get a ton of backlash, but we live in an ADD society in an on-demand instant gratification society. Absolutely. If you can't figure out what someone's trying to tell you in a couple of seconds, they're on to something else. They absolutely are. And I agree with you completely. The hook needs to be something that someone can identify with. If you can identify with it, now you've got my attention. Exactly. And, you know, I teach people, too, to I put them through uh, what I call the editor's filter exercise, and I pitch them like most people pitch editors, actually better than most <laughs> people pitch editors, because they usually ramble and go on and have lots of hems and haws. But at the end of it, I ask them, how do you feel? And they say, really annoyed with you. <laughs> yeah. And 
<laughs> and, you know, that's the experience because 90% of what we pitch editors is not relevant to them and it's very annoying and gets on their nerves. So it's, it's more important than ever to really pay attention to how that response is going to resonate, as you're saying, Brandy, with your target audience and also how you feel doing it. Because when I meet with PR executives, I will ask them, how did you feel about this pitch? And they will inevitably tell me of a pitch that failed. You know, I didn't believe in it. I didn't, I didn't get it. I thought it was unclear. I thought the client was overreaching. They know it. They can feel it. So I teach them that a good pitch lands in your chest or in your gut, and you can feel it. Does it make really your breast larger? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I meant swelling like with pride. And increase your, your bust size. That's great. I'll have to think of that marketing. Like, that was wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. Very good. But, but I mean, but, but, you know, and then the worst thing for a PR professional is, like, once you've opened that door, and you've had it slammed in your face, it's kind of hard to walk through that door again. It is, because, you know, it's sales training, and we don't get sales training. When we're in PR, we're told, oh, you're a good writer, and, uh, you know, you're, you're smart on the computer, and you're a good problem solver, and so we're going to put you in PR. And nobody sits you down and says, hey, guess what, Brandy? You're a cold caller. You're a telemarketer. You get to sell stories for a living. Get on the phone and make a, make a cold call. Because that's exactly what it is. It's a cold call. And so when people land in my seminars and they hear my CDs, they get the magic secret because I teach them how to do a cold call and how to do it successfully so that they get practice and they're confident and they're secure and it works. Well, and you know and what I that's think? That's the missing link because it's sales and nobody tells you that it's sales. Right. And I, and I think that's the hard part because I think a lot of PR people are reluctant, you know, reluctant salespeople, but very good at it. You know, but yeah. they, they just need to be postured. And the reality is when you take some of the top tier um, media outlets that you've placed your clients in time and time again, these yes. people get pitched thousands of times a day. They do. So how do you? You badly. Yeah. Right. But now you've <laughs> right. sort of it's sort of like the bad boyfriend syndrome or the bad girlfriend syndrome. You know, right. you, you sort of have to pay for everyone else. So you've got like not even, you know, like a normal cold call. You probably get 30 seconds. Right. But in the media, like, I mean, so what 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 normally is the amount of time, let's say, if you actually got someone on the phone for for you to get your hook into them? You've got to sell them in like three to four seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So in that three to four seconds, you have to convince them that by your voice and your tone that you're authoritative, you have to use keywords that resonate with them and their beat. You have to quickly summarize the point of what you're talking about and let them know exactly what you want them to do in about 10 seconds. Yeah, I mean, and the first four of that have to be compelling enough to put the hook in the mouth and make them say, "Okay, tell me more." Yeah, and 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 make it their idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, and exactly. I think that's what's so important. You know, I I started off um, a mil- not a million years ago, two years ago, because I'm a child. I'm twelve still. No, one of my my first jobs, um, careers out of school was in the training business, and I believe very deeply in what you're doing because I think on-site training is excellent. But I think when you have something tangible, like, you know, you have your CD collection that people can purchase and you have the ability to go back to it time and time again and utilize different parts of it when it's pertinent in your own environment, that's money in the bank. It really is. And, you know, I cannot believe this, but I literally have testimonials from people who write me and say, Margo, I've listened to your CDs at least 12 times. Now, I can't stand to listen to me talk for 30 seconds, but he says every time I hear it, I hear something new, and he had pitched the Detroit News before he got my CDs and failed miserably, got the CDs, landed the feature the next week, 
Another guy had never done PR, just on search engine optimization, got my CDs, landed three features on his client the following week. Rather. And then the head of the Australian, the president of the Australian Public Relations Association, ordered my CDs, listens to them when he jogs, and then also in the car. And he told me that, that uh, when he told his kids that they, they were going to be hosting me for the Australian tour, which is hopefully coming up this uh, September or next fall. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, let me redo that. When the president of the Australian Public Relations Society invited me to come and do a tour um, in Canberra, Sydney, and um, I forget the third one, he, he told his kids that I was coming, and they said, oh, God, not her, not her again. <laughs> that woman, every time car. we get in the car, yeah. Like, oh, no, we have to listen to her talk some more. <laughs> Apparently, there are nuggets in there, Brandy, that people just can't get enough of and that are really transformative. So you are so adorable. I'm grateful that it's helping. And, Apparently. You know, when I Absolutely. come across, what? No, I think you're so cute. You're like, apparently okay. there's nuggets in here. Not apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I know that feeling, like when I come across a trainer that answers a question for me and solves a mystery that I have not been able to solve for myself and my mm-hmm. own performance, that is gold. Because you're like, oh my God, I get it now. Now I can do it. And that's what people report, you know, when they when they get this information because they don't get it anywhere else. Well, and so, I think you know, can I'm grateful that I can do it for them. Well, and it's nice. And I think you can't, you know, you can't be all things to all people, but if you can align yourself with people who can give you good training in whatever format is best going to resonate, you know, because you do live training, you do your CD training, you do your teleseminar training, so you really do it in whatever format, then take advantage, whether it's Margo or someone else, whatever you're, you know, what, whatever way that you can become the best well-rounded practitioner is important. Exactly. Exactly. It is very, very important. And, you know, talking about the teleseminars, I'm doing a really interesting and relevant and timely teleseminar coming up on May 7th called When Bloggers Attack, Defending Your Company's Reputation Online. And the reason for this came up because I never thought it would happen to me. And everybody thinks it won't happen to them. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. I was online, you know, awake, probably thinking about business get online, a little tiny Google alert pops up and says, you know, the media relations maven. So I click on it, and it takes me to this site where, you know, you were talking about my accolades and my reputation and all these things that we know to be facts, right? I mean, I'm, there's, not, there's no lies in that at all. I nope. mean, all those things are true mm-hmm. um, and in factual places that I've spoken and things that I've done, whatever. These folks came to my website, made assumptions about me in an instant, and actually went online and stated, Margot Mattis is every public relations professional's worst nightmare. What? She is a charlatan. She doesn't know what she's talking about. They said that I was lying about my site statistics. They don't have access to my site statistics. They don't know what my site traffic is. They're using a tool that here in the U.S. we consider to be completely erroneous and and faulty. Mm -hmm. And yet they almost had two full pages of literally defaming copy about me. And you can imagine coming across this at 4 o'clock in the morning, and they're in another country. It's a couple of German bloggers. I was like, what in the world? (laughs) Now, fast forward a couple months later, a friend of mine shows up, and he's listed on Google as dead. His listing on Google is in memoriam. Oh, my goodness. He didn't write that, okay? And so he went to the company whose website... You know, this page appears on, right. and they're being unresponsive to trying to help him you know, clear it Become out. Become undead. Google never forgets. And so I learned so many valuable tools through this experience of reputation management Absolutely. online and what you can do legally and what you need to do in terms of you know, marshalling a grassroots effort. And um, I went against a lot of popular advice 
fighting for my reputation. People said, oh, you should just ignore it. You know, it'll go away. Well, Google never forgets. And I'm not willing to have a single person out there in the world think that that's even remotely true about me. Well, and there's a difference. That's not acceptable. No, there's a difference between someone having an opinion and someone being slanderous. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk a little bit about reputation management and what Margot did to uh, defend herself against, uh, you know, blogger attack. We'll be right back with Cover Story. Stick around. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with ReferBack.com. They've shown me how to... ReferBack.com showed me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. ReferBack gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit ReferBack.com. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours article distribution at its easiest one form one click thousands of results get your free account today at articlesender.com that's article s-e-n-d-e-r.com are your domains locked to the max if not your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from internet thieves Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at moniker.com slash maxlog. Career Considerations with Penelope Trunk. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro Babin. Welcome back to Cover Story with our featured guest today, Margot Mattis, uh, the president of the Public Relations Training Company. She's also known the world over as a media relations maven. She's worked with Fortune 100 and uh, startup companies for many years. And she has also got a fabulous, fabulous calendar of training that uh, will help you maximize your efforts for public relations. Um, And we were just discussing a situation that she was in prior to the break where um, some German bloggers went and tried to defame her name. And against popular demand, she went ahead and she uh, defended herself from a reputation management standpoint. So, Margo, what happened? They backed off. They backed off. They posted a retraction. They removed material from the site three and four times. 
because each time they would go back and I wouldn't be happy with what they left and then they would go back and clean it up and now they have a disclaimer on it and I'm obviously not going to mention them because they don't deserve no. the mention. But did um, they send you Wienerschnitzel or anything? They, they backed off. And, you know, many people told me, they said, oh, you know, you've, in, you've fueled the fire because you interacted with them and I've done with them what I've done successfully for 15 years in reputation management. And I found it works online as much as it works uh, in the brick-and-mortar world. But there are also some really interesting legal things that are surprisingly affordable and easy to do that can actually empower you to shut down someone else's site. Like what? Expensive. Like what? This is, now this is getting interesting. You have interesting. to attend the, the teleseminar to find out. Oh, my. We're going to give you tips. One of the, one of the great <laughs> panelists is an IP attorney who's my IP attorney, and he is very well-versed in this stuff, being an intellectual property attorney. And I was shocked to find out the power I actually had to take down their site. I didn't know I could do it, and he's going to talk about that, ways to do it, what you need to know internationally, nationally, um, legal remedies. And then we're going to talk about the grassroots effort that I employed. Um, And basically, I sent out an email to a lot of my faithful fans and said, look, these people are saying that I have no credibility. They're saying I'm a liar, and uh, please tell them about your experience with me. Because they didn't do any investigating, right? That's the problem online is it's just all this, all this commentary and no investigation. So they didn't call me and say, hey, we have a question about your site or we have a question about a term that I used. They, they didn't understand, being German, the term uh, seven ways to create publicity when there's no news. Right. <laughs> so they took it literally and thought that right. I was telling people to sell reporters hype. Right. And anyone that knows me knows that that's the complete antithesis of everything in my training. I teach people to work with the media and to make your pitch relevant to them and to be a resource to them, not ever to pitch them hype. But they didn't stop to ask me anything about it, and so and they made up some absurd assumption that they knew how much site traffic I have, and they have no, no right, they didn't have the real stats that or have access to that. So uh, the grassroots campaign really, really hit them. They had no idea. They had just launched their site like two days before, and the only purpose of the site is just to trash people in the PR field. They don't do anything constructive. See, A, and, um, a I think that's disgusting. B, it is I, disgusting. I really, I love the grassroots efforts because, you know, something we, we talk about again on Cover Story a lot and also on Rainmaker is, and potentially on other shows, and I can only speak for myself, is, you know, connecting with, sometimes we take for granted or we don't want to tap into our circle of influence, but our yeah. cir- circle of influence is usually a lot larger than we think and people who enjoy what you do are easily enrolled to help champion you because at the end of the day it helps benefit them as well so i think that's really oh, yeah. smart a what you did b um you know i think a big concern and i would assume that you're addressing this in in your um in your training classes the fact that you know there when you look at traditional media there's sort of there's a criteria for people vetting information from an from an investigative standpoint yes Right, but yeah, so that's completely lacking in this in the online world. Yes, right. So we don't there there isn't that, and there's a very fine line between defamation of character and slander, right? Because everyone's allowed to have an opinion versus what we're used to. You know, it used to be what was it you needed, or you it is like in, in newspapers, you have to have three sources to verify. Yeah, or you have to state alleged. Or right. it was reported. You have to put some distance between your opinion and, and what is purported. Pseudo facts, right? Exactly. And you know, I mean, I'm, this this is not an isolated incident. Last year, I spent hours trying to keep a Lou Dobbs CNN van 
away from doing a story on my client on a facility that didn't even exist because a website told an inc- incorrect and completely inaccurate story and everyone on their website believed that it was the truth again assuming that the writer was doing the proper vetting process mm-hmm. and getting facts and checking things and my client gets a call from CNN and says hey you know um, we're with the Lou Dobbs show and we're shooting for today and we think we're about two blocks away from your facility but we can't find it and they couldn't find it because it didn't exist yeah, like everyone would love that's for Lou how Dobbs. inaccurate their information was right isn't that crazy that everyone would love like Lou it Dobbs crazy, to show up right power. <laughs> yes that's the destructive power of the internet and everybody in business needs to know exactly what to do to combat that Right, absolutely. So I'm really excited about that teleseminar. I mean, everybody needs to listen to it because it's not something you've heard before. You know, we think, well, Dell's dealing with this, Microsoft's dealing with this. They have full-time staffs devoted to this. We're talking about mom-and-pop businesses like you and me, and we don't have that kind of IT staff to do that. It can happen to us, and it it can disable us. And think about this poor guy who's listed on Google as dead right now. (laughs) Sure, that's good for his business. No, right? Can you imagine? (laughs) I'd be kind of grateful, no offense, at the moment, probably. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's a horrible... Before we go, do you want to tell people, please, please do register and attend. You're going to really love it. You're going to come away with a lot of good information, and they can get that, the registration on my website, which is www.prtrainer.com www.prtrainer.com Yeah, and, and, and it's gonna be May, May 7th at 3 to 4 p.m. Yes. Eastern Standard Time. Register yes, now. Uh, March 16th, she'll also be doing a PRSA one-day seminar pitching Secrets of the Pros in Atlanta, Georgia, March 18th. Um, 2.30 Eastern Standard Time. Oh, she will be here, and she's talking about her new CD series and the upcoming Aussie tour. Yay. April 10th, uh, one-day seminar, Pitching Secrets of the Pros in Miami. Yay, I get to hang out with Margot. Yay! Uh, yay! Uh, I mean, and then I'm going to be in Puerto Rico on. in June doing a media training, a train the trainers for the uh, media trainers down there. Well, now, when are you going to be in Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico. Hey, I will be there June, the week of June probably the 3rd through the 6th right before I go to New York and do a seminar at PRSA headquarters. Hey, and you know, the 6th is my anniversary. What is? The 6th is my anniversary. My wedding. happy anniversary! (laughs) Well, it's in June. (laughs) But it's while you're going to be in Puerto Rico. We should come to Puerto Rico with you. You should hop down and celebrate your anniversary with you. Absolutely. Big bottles that will get like magnums of champagne. (laughs) Beautiful thing. Yes. We love celebrating. So, Margot, thank you so much for joining us today. For those of you uh, that haven't had the opportunity, march on over to our site. Lots of great information. Tap into the teleseminars. Tap into the CDs. You know, you can never arm yourself with enough education. Information is power. So uh, make sure that uh, you as PR professionals or um, people that are practicing PR, arm yourself with as much power as possible. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin. Thank you again for joining us on Cover Story. 